revelatory, relevant, revolutionary, revealing the truth of God's word, advancing the kingdom of God, revelant, revelatory, relevant, revolutionary. Welcome to Revelant, where we are revealing the relevant and revolutionary word of God. I am your host, Mia Jani, and today we will speak about Help my lack of faith. Let us go to God in prayer. Father, we love you. We adore you. We thank you for this opportunity to share your word. Father, we thank you for your spirit that moves and heals, sets free, and delivers. Father, your word is truth. And as your word goes forward, we thank you, Lord God, that it will not return unto you void, that it will do what you sent it to do. We thank you that those who have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, that they will begin to operate and become doers of your word. We thank you that they receive it and that it falls on good ground. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for what you're doing in our midst. Have thine own way and do what you only can do. Set the captives free, heal the brokenhearted, and we'll forever give you the glory and all of the praise. In Jesus name we pray amen so today we're going to speak about help my lack of faith we will begin in mark the ninth chapter beginning in the 14th verse and it reads when Jesus Peter James and John approached the other disciples they saw a large crowd surrounding them and legal experts arguing with them suddenly the whole crowd caught sight of Jesus they ran to greet him, overcome with excitement. Jesus asked them, what are you arguing about? Someone from the crowd responded, teacher, I brought my son to you since he has a spirit that doesn't allow him to speak. Wherever it overpowers him, it throws him into a fit. He foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth and stiffens up. So I spoke to your disciples to see if they could throw it out, but they couldn't. Jesus answered them, you faithless generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a fit. He fell on the ground and rolled around foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked his father, how long has this been going on? He said, since he was a child, it has often thrown him into the fire or into water trying to kill him. If you can do anything, help us, show us compassion. Jesus said to him, if you can do anything, all things are possible for the one who has faith. At that, the boy's father cried out, I have faith. Help my lack of faith. Noticing that the crowd had Surged together, Jesus spoke harshly to the unclean spirit. Mute and deaf spirit, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. After screaming and shaking the boy horribly, the spirit came out. The boy seemed to be dead. In fact, several people said that he had died. But Jesus took his hand, lifted him up, and he arose. I want to talk about the subject. Help my lack of faith. So many times in this walk as a believer, we may encounter times where our faith is not as strong as it once was. We see here in this story, a man 
who although he has enough faith to bring his son to Jesus, still lacks the ability to see that Jesus can do it with unwavering, unshakable trust. We begin by going into the beginning scripture on verse 14. And we notice something. We notice that Jesus is with James, Peter, and John. These are the three disciples who he spent his most intimate times with. But there were other disciples. And so when Jesus comes with his intimate disciples to those who were not as intimate, he sees turmoil going on. And isn't this the case with so many in the body of Christ? There are some who walk closely and intimately with Jesus. And then there are other disciples who are not as intimate. And we see here in this text that when they get unto these disciples and they see what's going on, they're being surrounded by legal experts and they're being challenged. And so <clears throat> the question is then asked because they come up to Jesus. And, and Jesus is like, what is going on here? And they they basically tell on the disciples who were not as intimate with Jesus that basically they've been powerless. And the people are telling on them. And they're saying, you know, we brought this, my son, the man is telling Jesus, we brought my son to your disciples, hoping that they had the power, hoping that they could cast out this demon. And unfortunately, they could not. And that was what caused the tumultuousness because we see here that one of the things that the kingdom of God is supposed to show forth is power. It's supposed to be that the true disciples of God are supposed to cast out demons and heal the sick and set at liberty those that are bruised and do what Jesus did and do even greater works. But what was the difference? You have Peter, James, and John who stuck, stuck closely with Jesus. And then you had those who were not as intimate. And although they were trying to do the works that God had called them to do, they were not operating in the power of God. Why? Well, Jesus answers them. He says, you faithless generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I put up with you? And then he says, bring him, talking about the boy, to me. He's basically chastising them, openly, publicly rebuking them that you have a lack of faith. And even though they're his disciples, they don't have the faith. Isn't that the case that we find ourselves in this day and age? We have those who are intimate with Jesus, who have the power and who understand and have the faith to know that Jesus can do anything but fail. And then we have those who, while being disciples, do not have the belief in the faith that Jesus can still do the impossible. That he has gifted us as his disciples to do what he requires us to do. To move in the power and the spirit of God. To do, to do the works that he has called us to do. To be power in the earth 
to advance the kingdom of God, to walk in the authority and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We know that there are some disciples who believe that the works that Jesus did are not for the church today. But I decree and declare that that is not the case because Jesus declared that it is a because of faithlessness in the generation that we, that does not allow for the miraculous to happen. It is faithlessness that in a generation does not allow for healing to happen. It is faithlessness in a generation that doesn't allow for the spirit of God to be evidenced. It is when you have a lack of faith that you are not operating to the fullness that Jesus requires. And he rebukes them openly and tells them that you are a faithless generation. And then he has to say, bring this boy unto me. See, it's something when Jesus has an expectation of us and we are not rising to that expectation. Which disciple are you? Are you the disciple who spends time intimately with him so that you can walk in the power and in the faith and have enough trust and belief that he can do what he says he can do through you? Or are you the faithless generation disciple who is not able to cast out demons and heal the sick, sick and eat and drink any deadly thing and let not harm you and to tread upon serpents and scorpions? This is what Jesus is looking for. Those who will rise up and have trust in him and know that greater works shall we do. And this will be the signs that follow those that believe. Jesus is looking for those who will ready, who are ready and willing to do the miraculous, who are ready and willing to walk by faith and not by sight, who are ready and willing to do those things that are going to change this world who are going to turn this world upside down. Which type of disciple are you? And so when Jesus said, bring the boy unto me, he has to show them what this is supposed to look like. Because this is an object lesson because they had not done what they were supposed to do. He who the, son, who the father loves, he who the father loves, dechastizes. Because he treats them as sons and daughters. And so here he's chastising them and he's showing them what should have been done. He says, bring the boy unto me. And they brought him. And immediately when that spirit saw Jesus, it begins to uh, throw the boy into a fit. And he falls to the ground and rolls around and foams at the mouth. And some people will say that when you see demonic activity, that that is not of God. But I want you to know that when Jesus came upon the scene. The demonic activity activated in the boy. Why? Because it knew its time was short. It knew its time was about to be cast out. And isn't that like we find the children who are children of God today? Those who walk in the power and the spirit of God, even though there's manifestations of demonic activity all around them. It's because they know their time is short and they know that they're about to be cast out. And if you don't get faithless and you walk in the faith and the power of God, you will do what Jesus did. You will cast out those spirits. Not all the time when you see 
demonic activity around a child of God? Is it something that that child of God is doing wrong? In fact, it may be just that that child of God is walking in the power of authority of Jesus and Jesus is in that person. And what happens is that demonic activity understands and sees, hey, this person walks with authority. This person has Jesus in them. This person is about to cast us out. We've got to move around a little bit. we got to get up out of here because why? This is our time is short. And we see this with Jesus and no, the servant is no greater than the master. And so we see this with the children of God. Oh, yes. There may be activity that is demonic around the children of God, but that does not mean that Jesus is not with them. In fact, it could mean more so than anything that Jesus is with them. And Jesus, when he comes to the boy, immediately it says, not, not after a while, but immediately. Why? Because the power that Jesus walked in, the authority that he walked in, made the demonic activity scared. You've got to know who you are, children of God. Even though you may see demonic activity doing a lot of things around you, take note immediately because Jesus is in you. It's the same thing going to happen to you. They're going to want to flee. Why? Because they're scared of he who is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And the enemy knows the ones that are Jesus's. Hallelujah. So he's tossing this, this boy to and fro. And, and Jesus basically asked the father, how long has this been going on? He knows he's about to cast it out. But he's like, how long has this been going on? Because see, if you've allowed this, if you've, as the father who has authority over the son, if you have allowed this spirit to wreak havoc in your son, I want to know how long this has been going on. How long have you not taken the authority to cast out this spirit in your son? You've allowed this to go on. People of God, you may have children, you may have loved ones, you may have people around you, and they're operating in wickedness, and you've been allowing it? How can you call yourself a child of the Most High God? You have no idea. You have a lack of faith in the authority of Jesus who lives in you. And there comes, there's going to come a time where he's going to say, how long are you, are you allowing this? Cast the demon out. You have the authority if you're a believer. But if you are a faithless generation, if you're a faithless generation, you will not be able to cast it out. See, all this is is about our level of faith. Jesus is requiring, and when he comes again, he's going to be looking for faith. He says, will I find faith in the earth? But there's a remedy as we keep going on. So he asks the father, how long has this been going on? And the father answers him and says, since he was a child, it has often thrown him into a fire, into water, trying to kill him. If you can do anything, help us. Show us compassion. This man didn't know who he was talking to. He said, this has been going on a long time. So now he's gotten so 
comfortable with the demon almost trying to kill his son on a regular basis. He he's just accepted it. And that's what we've been doing in this in the church in America. We've just accepted for demonic activity to wreak havoc in certain industries and certain places and we've just accepted it. It's been going on for so long. What are you going to do? But I decree and declare if we be children of the Most High God, walking in the power and the might of Jesus, we will be able to cast those demons out. I don't care how long they have been there. When we step on the scene, they should immediately be term tormented. Why? Because they know their time is short and we have a lot of wickedness going on in the world. But if the true church, if the ones who claim Jesus Christ stop being faithless and begin to walk in the power of God, they will see the sick healed. They will see the lame walk. They will see COVID-19 ceased. They will see the pandemic end. They will see Jesus. The world will see Jesus in operation in our lives in a way that nothing can stop the move of God. They will see the kingdom of God in operation and the earth is crying out, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Too long this boy had been in this situation. And Jesus is like, how long? And the man says, since he was a child and it's been trying to kill him. And nobody could do anything about it. So if you, Jesus, can do anything, have compassion. And Jesus comes back to him and says, wait a minute. If, I, if you can do anything, if you can do anything, the way he says that is like what reminds me of what Jesus said of the woman at the well. If you knew who you were speaking to. See, sometimes we don't recognize when Jesus enters the scene. And sometimes we forget the authority and the power that Jesus walks in. He has ceased death, hell, and the grave's power. He has all authority, all authority. Where? In heaven and in earth. So it's ludicrous to say if you can do anything. Why? Because Jesus can do all things but fail. Through him, all things were created. He walks in all authority and all power. And when he steps on the scene, if you recognize it, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed that grows because you've had experience with Jesus, you'll know. You'll be like, David, who, what is this? who is this uncircumcised Philistines that dare defy the army of the living God? Why? Because Jesus is on the scene. And if you are claim to be a believer, you've got to be one who is not faithless. You've got to know that Jesus has all power in his hands. If he can do anything, oh yes, he can do everything. He can do anything to the person, for the person who has faith. And so this brought this father to an humbling 
position. This brought this father to a, to a low position because he recognized, wait a minute, and it caused him to confess. He's like, I have faith, but help my lack of faith. And some of us need to say that today. We don't always walk in the power of God because we don't have the faith. We don't believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Who he, we've known him to even be in our, in our past. We have stopped believing to that level. It's a faithless generation. But I have decree and declare that we are about to rise up. And we are going to come forth before Jesus honestly. And we're going to be like this man. And we're going to say, I have but help my lack of faith. And what does Jesus do? He responded, he said to the boy. He actually said to the unclean spirit. And he, he spoke harshly to it because he noticed that the crowd had surged together. Because, see, the crowd was waiting to see what was Jesus going to do. See, sometimes Jesus sets the scene up so that there could be so many witnesses of his power and his authority. So this crowd is inching in like an anticipation. Will he be able to do it or will he not? Will Jesus answer this man's lack of faith even though he only has a little bit? Or will he not? And sometimes Jesus allows the set stage to be set, even though you have a little bit of faith. But because you were honest and transparent and you said, help my lack of faith. Jesus said to that spirit, that unclean spirit, he spoke to it. He said, mute and deaf spirit, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. And then the boy started screaming and shaking horribly, but the spirit came out and the boy seemed to be dead. In fact, several people said that he had died, but Jesus took his hand, lifted him up, and he arose. Let me tell you something. Jesus has the power to deliver anybody. Multiple times we see in scripture Jesus casting out demons. Many times we see him sending his disciples to cast them out. When he left here, he says, greater works will you do. And so when the church starts talking about the evil in the land and all of these things, Jesus is waiting for us to arise. To cast out the devil's to cast out the demons. But will we be those who are intimate enough to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying? Will we be those who are be honest enough like this man's father was, this boy's father was, to say, I have faith, but help my unbelief, help my lack of faith, so that we can do what Jesus exemplified we should have done, but because we were faithless, a faithless generation, we didn't do it.
There are people who are bound, who are waiting for the sons and daughters of God to cast spirits out of them. They have come to us wanting to be set free, wanting to be healed, set free and delivered. But instead of us doing what we're supposed to do, we've allowed the demonic activity around that got stirred because we brought Jesus to make us believe that we were not with Jesus, that Jesus was not in us, that we didn't have the power. And we've become like those disciples who didn't remain intimate. And then we were powerless to cast it out. But oh, if we would get intimate and get humble and just confess, help my lack. We would see that Jesus would answer. And we would see that he would begin to do what he said he could do. If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. If I be in those who believe, these signs will follow. Those that believe. That believe. That believe. He says still. He's coming back, church. And he always asks the question, will he find faith in the earth? Now stay tuned for Truth, the new single by Mia Jani. It is available for purchase on all digital platforms. Thank you. 
You can purchase Truth by Mia Jani on iTunes, Amazon, or wherever digital music is found. <laughs> 